When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hard Knocks is over. We're ready to talk about the Hard Knocks season finale here on Robin Akiva Get Knocked Up. I'm Rob Sestrino back here with a man who may or may not believe in UFOs. It's Uncle Kivi. Akiva, how are you? I'll I'll end the suspense now. I don't, I'm like a hardcore non Yeah, I know you are. More so than most people. Yeah, I I just think. Look, like, look who believes in them, you know? Our Aaron quarterback? Rogers. Well, I guess that's true. He he makes some points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we are. It is Wednesday after the season finale of Hard Knocks. Kind of a ho-hum affair. The season finale? I kind of feel like the whole season of Hard Knocks was kind of a ho-hum affair. Like, what was the what were the greatest moments from Jets on Hard Knocks? Yeah, there weren't a lot. I guess the more, uh, more soft knocks than anything. Yeah, uh, Jerome Cap. Rapping. Yeah, leave Schreiber coming in in the helicopter. Yeah, leave in the helicopter. We had Aaron um, Rodgers against the Giants defensive line. That was a good one. I mean, there were some decent moments, but yeah, I don't think there were. Mm-hmm. I think the only breakout star really is Rodgers. Yeah, this hard knocks could have been an email. Although I read it was like the best uh, ratings they'd sure. Had in why many not? Years. I mean, you got the like most exciting team in, in the NFL on, but I think the Jets were like, "Hey, we're not going to give you anything." So it's what like they did, we're Beyonce yeah. showing up on Jimmy Fallon. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to do what we want to do. Yeah. What? What? No what, hard you know, hitting we, questions, please. No. Uh, we we had discussed that the Jets were not going to show the cuts, which is usually the highlight of the final episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we we sort of anticipated that. So they did do something interesting. I give them credit, uh, the producers credit for trying, which is instead of showing the players get called in to get cut, they sort of sneak, they sneak attack the all the young receivers into their offices and told them that they made the team, 
which to me is interesting because they, I don't think they usually call you to tell you you made the team. I think they like this was really purely for TV as a compromise, right? Like, hey, we won't cut them, but we will give you some good news on camera. Yeah. OK, so I was wondering like what they did, because if they weren't going to have the cameras in there when they cut people like they called uh, the receivers, Jason Brownlee uh, and Gibson into the room, but the cameras were there. I wonder if it was like a couple of days later, because you don't really make like dirty secret. You don't really make the team, even if like day one, you're on the 53 because they could cut you the next day. Right. You, until the roster's locked, you're mm -hmm. it's not like you've made a dollar yet. Right. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. My wife was asking me, how much do they make if they make the team? I said, I think like 250 grand. No, no. Uh, full 53 man roster now is as that's what it used to be as really like um, skyrocketed in the NFL. Let's yeah. See, the league minimum. I'm going to guess, yeah, it's 750 this year. 750K just for being like the 53rd man on the roster? 53rd man on the roster. I mean, Akiva, these people yeah. uh, just like, uh, you know, well, some sometimes in mm -hmm. the Big Brother house, okay? Yeah. Sari okay. is going to have to go bonkers for 100 days to get 750K. All mm -hmm. you have to do She is should have just run a 4440, you're saying? Be the 53rd man on the roster and then practice squad. What what do you get for the practice squad? I think it's like 10 grand a week. Or 10 something. grand a week. Maybe, maybe wow. less. Maybe less. Wow. Okay. So really, I mean, that's the prize. Yet not to do anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the practice is the worst part. One of the things I thought that was kind of interesting in one of like the jet huddles, like they were like breaking the huddle and they were like, uh, okay, like uh, one, two, three. And and one of the things they they said, let's go make millions. Uh, wow. I, I did think that that was interesting. I've never seen like an NFL like group like talk about monetary gain of like, let's yeah. go out there. <laughs> let's go out there and like really make a lot of money. I wonder. I wonder if that's bad. I wonder if they have their eyes on the wrong prize. The team is just out there for for the bucks and not for the wins. I don't know. Can't be good, right? I mean, listen, the vibes were immaculate all summer and yeah. I'll say they still are. But I'm getting nervous. The, every player on the team is coming, is like giving quotes like, yeah, we're probably the greatest defense in NFL history. Obviously, we're like the favorites to win yeah. the Super Bowl. Like no one's going to beat us all season. What are they doing? They they haven't won a thing in 12 years. Look, if you don't have haters, you're not popping. They're popping big time right now because <laughs> he's showing them, you know, slide uh, like spreadsheets and slideshows of... Uh, of uh, all the Jets haters and everyone's hating. Who I would hate this team if I wasn't, you know, a fan of the. You team. think they're, so? Are we hateable now? A big game. Yeah, they're talking. They're they, they're talking too much. They got to win week one. Yeah, this They've is given so much bulletin board material. Yeah, this me. is an episode for thirty-two fans. So what's the hate index on the thirty-two fans? Uh, the thirty-two teams. I think they're high. I mean, listen, you know, pa Patriots, Cowboys, always are the Patriots really still hateable. I think so. I know we Celtics hate them, are. but like, does the average NFL fan, they still hate the Patriots? Or they feel bad for them. I mean, there's a, I don't think they feel bad for them. They probably nothing. You know, I don't think about you at all. The, I, the Cowboys are always one. It's hard for the Cowboys not to be one, but we're up there. I, I, we're talking a big game. Our quarterbacks up there, like talking about Novak Djokovic, you know, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. People are hating on He us. talked about Djokovic. He had a, he had a post where uh, he went to the U S open and he mm -hmm. like crossed out Novak Djokovic. There was a Moderna sign on the court 
And he like crossed out Moderna and wrote Novak Djokovic. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is like, he is coming up with a lot of like witty rebranding of things that he kept calling MetLife Stadium, JetLife Stadium. JetLife Stadium. Yeah. I'm sure that the people that are paying uh, $400 billion a year to call it MetLife Stadium maybe don't appreciate that. Probably not. I, I do think Rodgers gives off the impression that he listens to a lot of Joe Rogan, you know? Like, that's where he's getting a lot of his opinions yeah. these days, it seems. I don't like. know. Uh, he's on Pat McAfee all the time. Oh, that's true. He is friends with Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's never had, like, a thought. He's just, Pat McAfee's all vibes, right? He's never had a thought a day in his life. Yeah. He, like, couldn't tell you the president is. Um, yeah, I don't think they talk too much politics on Pat no, McAfee's no, show. Sure not, yeah. No. Pat McAfee, he's got, you know, he's uh, in wrestling. He's into college, college football, the NFL. He's got a lot going on. Um, hates slaves. but. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers and the UFO, because really, this was the meat of the episode here where Aaron Rodgers tells the New York Jets security staff, hey, that guy, that's my friend, Steve, Steve Levy, not the former ESPN ESPN anchor. anchor, uh, I don't know if he's a current ESPN anchor, uh, but Oswego graduate, Steve Levy. Steve Levy and Linda Cohn both went to SUNY Oswego. Wow. Yeah. So, so the Mount Rushmore of uh, media personalities, Steve, Linda, Rob, and who else? Al Roker. And Al. All right. There you go. That's the big four. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's my friend, Steve Levy. And uh, we saw a UFO. And not just like a, like in the sky. It sounds like that Aaron Rodgers had like a close encounter with a mm-hmm. UFO back in 2005. Yeah, he's pretty certain. He said uh, there was like jet scrambled and you know that usually like nuclear stuff and power plants and are always involved when there's UFOs. Of course, that's something everybody knows. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. He knows this stuff. And he said he knows it was identified. He knows it was flying. He knows it was an object. He can't prove it was UFO, but it reads, you know, it meets all three of those criteria. Yeah. And I really was surprised. I mean, this is Aaron Rodgers is saying this with his whole chest. And like, there's almost like, there's no doubt about like, uh, what he saw, what he witnessed that night. I mean, the other guys saw it too. I mean, this was pre ayahuasca days. Pre ayahuasca. Yeah. How do we know? I don't know. You think that 2005, uh, Aaron Rodgers was uh, big into like, I mean, there, he, he had no shaman. Yeah, probably. No. For sure not. He couldn't afford it probably back then. Yeah. The I don't know. If, is it expensive? Shamans? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. And so the Aaron Rodgers had this whole story. And then the, the wild thing was that the fighter jets were coming in and like following the UFO. That's what they do. And then nobody like finds anything else about it. Yeah. You believe this stuff? Where are you on the where where are you on the side? I, the I'm definitely a believer in, you know, some sort of like extraterrestrial life. I mean, at this point, I mean, there's so many stories. I mean, something has to be true, no? But why are they checking no. out like all of our like nuclear facilities and volcanoes? Well, maybe they aren't. Maybe that's just people. I mean, A, maybe that's like China or Russia or somebody like with Drones checking. Oh, you it out. think it was Wouldn't a hot they... air balloon? Yeah, some sort of drone. They're checking it out. Who else would be checking it out? North Korea. I don't know. Is it possible? Could, get... I mean, this is like pre-Spygate. Is it possible that this was Belichick had some sort of like a drone following around Aaron Rodgers pre-draft? It would be a good idea, I think, if like to track all the other quarterbacks, see what they're doing. Like, uh oh, this guy like 
And nobody came to his birthday party. All right, we can't draft him. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers had this. The other thing that I forgot to mention to you last week was that there was a clip of Aaron Rodgers and he had like wired uh, earbuds in. And then it was like a media story about how Aaron Rodgers, so lame, he has old school earbuds. And yeah. then Zach Wilson had brought it up to him and he's like, hey, you think I want that Bluetooth near my brain? Yeah. Yeah. He was so serious. Here's the problem. Rodgers is like pretty like eloquent and like also like says things with a smile. Is it possible it's a bit? Is what a bit? That he doesn't want to wear Bluetooth like all headphones? This stuff. All I don't know that now, like, he doesn't believe in like he, he wears the helmet with the radio in it. Like, do they have to get like a wired uh, quarterback helmet for him? Like he has the green sticker. Rob, this is a great question. Mm-hmm. That would be funny if he's like, yeah, I won't wear that. I, I don't want like, I don't want anybody in my, in my ear. Cause I don't mm-hmm. want the Bluetooth. Um, that is incredible, but yeah, maybe, maybe he's got a, they've like a workaround or something mm-hmm. or maybe he just doesn't realize, you know? Yeah. The New York Jets love going to Broadway shows, Akiva. I think what happened here is that the producers looked at the episode and like, we are squeezing, we're stretching just to get a half hour in. Yeah. What if we took the whole team to the Michael Jackson Broadway show? Yeah. So the thing that did come out of this is that I am now looking at tickets for MJ the musical. So maybe oh. this is like a, was a good product placement. Well, yeah, it was great product placement for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't sure if I knew it exists. Now I'm not a Michael Jackson fan. Yes. Um. But but you know I do think it was still probably a good uh, good product placement for the for the. Yeah, it's not the Broadway production, but here uh, in Durham, they are going to have MJ the musical coming to uh, Durham uh, in October. And now I'm like, oh, let me look at tickets. Oh, so oh, it's, they're all going on the road. Yes, that would be. A fun, I think it would be fun. Mm-hmm. Not for me, but I, I think people would really like it. Yeah. So yeah, I think my kids would like it. So I think that that would be pretty good. And Garrett Wilson now is the MJ of the the NFL. Yeah, I mean, he does. He is very bendy. He's probably skinnier than MJ. Garrett Wilson, for people who don't know, (laughs) he's really skinny. For people who don't know about Garrett Wilson, he's a very good receiver. Every and I've never felt this with any other player Mm -hmm. uh, on our team before. Every time he gets hit, you feel it as a fan because he's so like lithe that like you know it looks like you're just going to break him. And every time you're you know seven times a game, you're shocked he gets up. Mm-hmm. It is very scary to be a yeah. fan of Gary. But he Wilson. does spin out of a lot of tackles. He's just, he's got a lot of spins. He's got a lot of moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we had a Dalvin Cook sighting. Yeah, Dalvin Cook, uh, he's here. Um, yeah, he was sort of in the periphery the last couple episodes. Yeah. We didn't really get any Brees Hall, but I guess he wasn't really playing or practicing. Yeah, Brees Hall had like one like fleeting segment a couple episodes ago. But I feel like that we haven't seen Dalvin Cook in any of the games. That was like the first time we saw Dalvin Cook in a Jets uniform. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he called him Cookie. He seems Cookie. The pro- Roger seems to really like Dalvin Cook. Yeah. I mean, well, they've had many battles in uh, the NFC North. Yeah, I guess. But maybe you'd think that would make him hate him, but he seems to like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big matchup with Dalvin Cook versus James Cook coming up on Monday Night Football. They're, I mean, they are brothers, so mm-hmm. maybe Dalvin will show up big against mm-hmm. the bro. Yeah. Do you think he wants to turn out against uh, his brother? I mean, the, the Bills and the Vikings had uh, what some called the game of the year last year. It's true. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. He had a good game in that game, I believe, Dalvin also. So hopefully. Okay. 
the Jets are basically like uh, taking over the city. There was like a montage about how the Jets are going to all these different places. Uh, it's Sauce Gardner's birthday. People are celebrating. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of, first of all, like they really went to very few houses this year, right? Yeah. Like other than Tenzo Smart last week. We're going to birthday parties like that. To me, that's like, oh, there was really not a lot. It seems like it was Sauce's birthday party sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Honestly, I would love for someone to sponsor my birthday. <laughs> okay. Well, it's coming up in a couple of weeks. Who, who would you like to have sponsor your birthday? Well, I think Coke Zero is, that would be the most natural sponsor. Is this the year you want to be sponsored by Coke Zero? I mean, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. I am drinking a LaCroix right now. LaCroix, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a LaCroix boy, so I would... Uh, I would happily take theirs. I'm drinking like six a day when I'm at my parents because I can't get them where I am. Yep. Uh, what flavor? On, on, what flavor? This is uh, Raz Raz Cranberry. Raz Cranberry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got them all though. I'm like Pokemon. But <laughs> I, I think, uh, and on running shoes, of course. I would love yes. that as a sponsor. Okay. I have like a treadmill party. A treadmill party? <laughs> what do you do at a treadmill party? Everyone get there's like 50 treadmills and everyone running and there are nuanced sneakers that they supplied for the birthday party mm -hmm. yeah okay um robert sala had some parting words to the team uh they talked about how that look we are just at the beginning of this journey up to mount everest we're just at base camp and there's gonna be a lot of crows coming along mm -hmm. a lot of crows talking about how much they hate the jets yeah, I liked Salah's speech. I do think it like it's basically like everyone's like, oh, they got to play this team and that team. And it's like, no, they have to play us. You know, we're a hard team to mm -hmm. play and we've got good players. I do. The subtext is like we've sucked for so long. It's like every coach is like this is the best group of guys I've ever been around. Well, yeah, every other group has been terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Robert Salah also said, yeah, you know what really pisses me off? That when after a game is over, they come up to you. The other coach says, boy, you guys played hard. Robert Sala is like, F you. I really like what he's saying. So basically, he's saying that, right, people are coming over. The other coach, they beat him 31 to 13. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, you guys, you get good job, good effort, you know? And he felt like a, a loser. And, and it's not going to happen this year. And also, he's like letting everybody else know, if you beat our ass this year, like, don't, don't say that to me. Don't tell us don't, you did a good job. Yeah, don't say don't that. Don't tried hard. Yeah. And also, if you beat us, then don't, don't say you played hard just to be a jerk. Yeah, maybe say you guys should have played harder. You would have won. Yeah. So, yeah, Robert Sala is ready to go. What do you think about the Jets' like hallway of stickers? Uh, they're going to finish the wall this year. I mean, they're adopting the uh, the Trump 2024 slogan to finish the wall. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, they have like a wall for every game, and they were like painting over last year's and I don't know. Do you think the players are buying into the the? I don't like, know. Wall like, motivation? what are we gonna do if, like, okay, let's say hypothetically we come out and Buffalo just blows the doors off the Jets? Right. Final score thirty six to three on oh Monday God. Night Football. Are they putting a no. sticker up? Are they putting up like a like basically like a Josh like Allen running yeah. into the end zone? <laughs> Like, what if there's not one highlight that they could put up there? It's a good question. Yeah. Will they put up anything there? Um, I, I mean, they lost a lot last year and they had stickers for it, right? They had, I don't a week think, one did they Carolina. do that last year? I, I don't ever remember. Like, yeah, they were, they were taking down week one Carolina at the beginning of the video. Yeah. Week one Carolina was the, the preseason. 
I mean, week one oh. Carolina was was two was two years ago. Oh, so I don't know why they were taking that down. Oh, maybe it was the preseason game. Okay. I I they, right. Wait, so they put up the st- the wall for the preseason and then they took it down? I think it's. I'm not sure. I don't know. What I they, think the preseason question. wall stays up. Uh, I guess you're you're probably right. Yeah. So if they lose, maybe it's like tough luck. Better luck next time. Or yeah. Something. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they just like embarrass you. You got posterized of like if you know Sauce mm-hmm. is like giving up like a touchdown to Stefan Diggs. Like it's like now you look at that every day. It would be. Yeah. I think it would motivate them not to like not don't make the wall. Don't mm-hmm. be the guy who like don't don't be the guy who made the wall this week if we lose. Yeah. Too bad that we don't have like that we podcast in like an office building because we should have mm-hmm. like every week the Renap sticker goes up where then like uh, pranks for the memories is a picture mm-hmm. of me and you and T Bird and the and the Save by the Bell pressure cooker. It would be great. I think. Uh, I mean, it's probably expensive. I feel like the Jets are spending a lot of money and posters and they stuff. don't care. Yeah, they have a lot of money, but um, uh, yeah, no, that would be good. Maybe, maybe could you do it around the house? Just like each podcast gets their own like little wall in your house. Ask I don't why. think so. I think that I get to do it on my Twitter feed. I think that's the only place I get to do that. Ah, okay. That's finish that the Twitter canvas. feed. That's the motto that's, here. That's your canvas is the Twitter yeah. feed. Akiva, this wasn't in mm-hmm. hard knocks, but the Jets, I think we're working out Kenny Galladay today. What do you think? Eh, I don't think they're going to sign him. It seems like <laughs> they already said they're not. You know, I think a lot of times these things don't break, but teams try up players every week. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's probably his agent. Just for it. fun. I, they wanted to meet him. No, I mean, I've always wanted to be Kenny Gallagher. No, I think it's yeah. you're always trying to have players just in case someone gets hurt or something. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Like, what else happened from Hard Knocks? Uh, we said an Alan Lazard sighting. Yeah, we he, he got a tattoo. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. They really didn't. They really didn't have uh, that much with like the side guys. It was a lot of like Wilson and Rogers. Yeah, and we got to see Kendall Smart. Izzy Abanaconda's mom cooking food. Uh, yeah, that was exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Tenzel smart, like didn't make the team, but he made the Prague squad. So he gets his 10 K a week. Yeah. He was like their guy. He was like the one that they were like, Hey, we want this guy to, you know, be their bubble person. Yeah. He was happy that he got to make the team. And then that's really, that was hard knocks. That was hard knocks. All right. Now it's time for the season. Yeah. Um, any other random NFL musings, uh, heading into your favorite week of the year? It's my favorite week of the year. I don't know. I guess probably. Um, yeah, I, I am very, listen, I, I'm very excited for football. I wish I could hibernate from like May to September and then not sleep the whole football season. I've said that many times. Mm-hmm. I did just drop my NFL 500, the yes. 500 best players in the NFL. So if you're listening to this, you probably like football, check it out. Worked hard on that. Um, but no, I'm super Do you keep like a spreadsheet throughout the year of who's up, what who's I down? Do, no, I don't, I don't really usually update it. Um, I, what I do is every day in the summer, I like to analyze one team and then put them in the tiers and then make a list and then yeah. find the facts about it. Yeah. Um, you have Travis Kelsey in any drafts? I did not tra- draft Travis Kelsey. I did seven. I just did my seventh and final fantasy football draft in six days. Mm-hmm. Um, that's way too many. Yeah. It's three different apps. It's horrible. It's a, I, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm Yahoo's the worst. I'm sorry. I don't know who needs to hear this. Yahoo's my least favorite. Yeah, I think Yahoo. The only thing Yahoo's got going for it at this point is fantasy football, right? Like, right. What like, else how is the Yahoo, the Yahoo? Yahoo company, right? Mm-hmm. It, what what else besides fantasy what do do? sports? Yeah. <laughs> what else are they doing at Yahoo? Yeah. No, I I think nothing. Like, yeah, I, I'm not sure. So they should. Really I don't even be, know if the uh, search engine works. Let's see. Yahoo. To- Yahoo.com. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like, uh, okay, there's some headlines, but most of like in between the headlines are all ads. There's like uh, news, finance. I guess do people do a lot of stock tickers on Yahoo? I guess it's a big Some people have Yahoo thing. Mail. I mean, if you have Yahoo Mail, just. Yeah, I hire. And I think if someone had Yahoo Mail, I would be like, hmm, is this person not tech savvy, you know? Yeah. So I don't know what Yahoo is even for. Uh, let's see. You can look at stock prices. I used to buy movie tickets on Yahoo, but now it's Fandango. I don't know what they're doing with themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know what's going on in Yahoo. I, it was annoying. I had Cooper Cup uh, in my keeper league. And then up until today, that ESPN was still projecting Cooper Cup to have like 19 points in week one. They ranked him as like the number one wide receiver this week. It was infuriating. Uh, yeah. It was infuriating. Listen, Every year we're like, oh, gotta love fantasy football. Let's do it. And then by week two, you're like, oh, I have no control over this. Players get hurt. Very stupid. Yeah, it's a stupid game. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is dumb. All right. Uncle Kiwi, anything else going on? That's about it. Uh, we got a lot of 32 fans episode. We did a 32 fans podcast from Alex's hot tub. Oh, you did the hot tub podcast draft. without me? We didn't do it. We, well, no, we didn't do it without you. We were outside the hot Like, our, our friends were not that we were outside. So we're still waiting for you to do the hot tub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we did do the Eagles podcast. But at some point, we accidentally uh, paused, like, without realizing. Maybe, like, it got wet. People were splashing. Oh. There some big boys in the yeah. tub. Yeah. Um, so some, it, we, we lost, some like, big the boys in the tub. Uh, there were some big boys like, in the hot tub. Offensive linemen, like, soaking. That's, that. That's you know, just some fellas who were, you know, large. And, uh... So we lost like 15 minutes in the middle that were that were like the good 15 minutes. But the good 15 minutes, yeah. That's like, that's the podcasting game for you. Sometimes you lose some stuff. Yeah, sometimes you're podcasting outside the hot tub and you lose uh, the best part. Okay. All right. Uh, well, this was fun to do Hard Knocks. It was very fun. I'm happy we did it. Um, I hope the Jets don't do it again next year because I think they're attracting too much attention. But, uh, you know, it's gotten me even more psyched for the season. So happy to have done it. Yeah. The, do you want to talk about the legacy of Hard Knocks? What was the first year of Hard Knocks? I think it was the Dallas Cowboys. And and, and what year was that? I want to say like 04, 05-ish. Maybe, yeah, I think I that um, it's interesting. Let me see. Hard Knocks uh, television series. So I, I think that what it comes, it's born out of is, and this is just me vibing a little bit here. So hear me out. So mm-hmm. uh, in 2003, Three, um, you know, there's a. It was all one Ravens, by the way. I was wrong. Okay, yeah. Okay, so that this is gonna like uh, kill my uh, my theories here, but you know, it's sort of like born out of. It's like the reality boom of you know, uh, Survivor. Big Brother has just come on the air, and you know, people getting like eliminated from these shows. Like, I think it's kind of like born out of the same similar DNA. I think, uh, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so actually that Hard Knocks, uh, they did season one is Baltimore Ravens. Season two is Dallas Cowboys. And then there was like a five-year uh, yadis, a five-year gap where they didn't have one until 2007. Yeah, because then they put it in the contract that someone had to do it. Yeah. Uh, what was, uh, that In between 2002 and 2007, nobody ever wanted to do it? I'm, I Maybe I, I really don't remember. Um why but yeah it is funny it went away for five years yeah 
But then in 2011, they did uh, a decade of NFL training camps in 2011. Is that just the, was that the strike year that they didn't have any training camp? I think maybe it was late. And then, yeah, and then uh, 2020, they had to do two teams because there was mm-hmm. no preseason. They did both LA teams because yeah. it was uh, COVID. Is there one season that's considered the worst of the hard knock seasons? Oh, I don't, I would be easier to say better. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure. That's mm-hmm. a good question. I don't know. I like yeah. the Bucks one like five years was ago. Was it the COVID one uh, with the Rams and the Chargers? COVID Charles? one wasn't so good, yeah. The or, Bucks one, the... But there was the, no nothing else to watch, I guess. It's true. There was very little going on. We we're just so excited about the NFL coming back. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. So uh, people should check out this last episode of Renap, Pranks for the Memories, uh, yes. that Akiva and I did not get a lot of listener submissions for prank ideas, and we had to vibe. Yeah, we had to do make our own fun and improvise. That's what we did. Yeah, we called mm-hmm. an audible. And so that's what we had to do. But some are we saying said Omaha. Omaha. Yeah, it was one of the best renaps ever. That's I've I've seen people say that. Um judge for yourself though. Yeah. So check that out. And you could hear that in the Renap podcast feed. And then this week we're working on submissions for Mount Rush Less. Will <sighs> yeah. hard knock seasons come up on Mount Rush Less? I don't think so. I don't think people have strong enough opinions about it. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, join us for that. Check out the 32 fans. Anything else, Uncle Kiwi? Um, no. Uh, uh, 32 fans, NGOG, uh, Renap, this. I don't know. The Seinfeld podcast we once did. That's about it. Yep. People could still go back and listen to it. Please. Yeah. Holds up. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Enjoy the football coming this weekend. Uh, Keith, did you make your prediction for Chiefs versus Lions? Uh, oh, Chiefs versus Lions? I'll, I'm going to pick the Lions. Oh, and an upset. Yeah, I'll take the Lions. Why not? Wow. Lion hype train is going to be out of control uh, out of with control. a week yes. one win against the Chiefs. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.